do not wear a cable knit sweater to a business meeting. Everybody knows that. Learn more about the art and science of account management. Pick up a copy of A Dragon Walks Into a Meeting, a tactical guide to client management. Digital and print editions available at Amazon or your favorite bookseller. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Account Management, a tactical guide to success. You got Fred Fuller here. On the other side of the table is my my main man, my main homie, John Brown. Co-pilot. Oh, co-pilot. Yeah. Yeah, co-pilot. Okay. Are you you the navigator? the, The Butch Cassidy to my Sundance. Wait. I don't know. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, it's kind of weird. And I think it dates everybody on <laughs> Sorry, this very podcast. Dated. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're traveling. Oh, oh, Marvel movie a, reference. I'll try to come up with something. It'll be here's hard. a segue. Yeah. You just traveled back in time with that reference, which is very apropos for our topic today. John, what's it, our topic? Wow, what a great segue, Fred. If we paid by the segue, you would have earned all your money just now. Fred, our topic today is business travel. Business travel. Business travel, not through time. We are working on that. We will have that solved shortly um, here on this podcast. But don't worry about that right now. Right Mm -hmm. now, we're just going to talk about business travel generally on an airplane, in a car, the usual ways. We transcend time, John. Well, the advice we give is timeless. About that. <laughs> this is this is the worst podcast ever. The worst episode in the history of podcastness. Uh, business travel is cool, actually. That's a wonderful topic. Uh, yeah. You know, it certainly sounds easy. And I know prior to doing it, it was pretty appealing, right? Like kind of like, oh, yeah, man, get on the plane and be the business guy. That sounds cool. But if it's a little bit trickier than you think, isn't it? Business person. But yes. It is a little trickier. What did I say? Business guy. I'm a business man, no? (laughs) Well, okay, hold on. Let's (laughs) let's not go down that road. That's not important right now. You have to edit all that. Okay. All right. What do we talk about with travel? What do we talk about? So, well, let me back up a little bit. We're going to, so just to kind of give our listeners an overview, you know, really the first third of kind of the podcast we did, we're kind of from the first third of our book where we talk about the principles of account management. And the second part of it, we talk more tactically about like kind of what to do. Here's where we start sort of a third section where we really talk about all the other things that an account manager has to do that kind of get in the way of, you know, job number one and job number two, right, of trust and growth. But you need to do these well anyway to facilitate the first two. So they're they're all really important. So we're going to start with business travel. And then in subsequent podcasts, we're going to talk about meetings and agendas. And then we're going to talk about my favorite topic, the tricky art of client entertainment. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, and that's all super critical to the role, right? Like, oh, you- yeah, right. You can't do the role and and uh, and and outsource these things. Like you can't do that. This is the core of what you do. That's right. So let's talk about how to do how to do travel as an account manager um, and a business person. Okay. You want me, you want me to run it? You got it. Got it. Okay. The there's three commandments in business travel, right? And those three commandments are: pack light, never check a bag. If you can avoid it, if you're if flying, you're, if you're flying, if you're well, or in your car, 
That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Well, I get it. I mean, it's all new, all new wrinkle in this thing, man. It's pretty right. awesome. Um, no, if you can avoid it, if you're going to, if you're going overseas for two weeks, you might have to check a bag. That's the way that works. But if you can avoid it, don't check the bag. Think through the logistics, right? Like, how are you getting from the airport to the thing, to the meeting room, to the stuff? Think through that a little bit and then coordinate the internal parties, right? In previous podcasts, we've talked about the account manager is the quarterback, right? Right. So, uh, but I know, John, you have some some much deeper thoughts on this. So, so pack light, never check a bag if flying. Like, talk talk through the importance of that and what that means. Why is that on the list? Yeah, so... This one is, I think, critical because just the simple fact that, um, you know, you want to in general travel light because it just makes everything easier. Right. And there's a lot of techniques you can use to do that. We'll talk about a couple of them. But um, the main thing is if you force yourself to never check a bag when you fly, that'll actually force you to be very disciplined about what you bring. So you'll wind up kind of packing light anyway, if you're, if you're flying. Right. And there's just a really important reason for that is generally for account management kinds of roles, you're flying into somewhere, you're there overnight, your meeting is the next morning. Let's say if you check your bag and they lose it, you're toast. You, you will not be effective in your meeting. You're going to be scrambling, running around, trying to figure out where's my stuff, getting toiletries, uh, figuring out clothes. You're, you're just, you're going to be a mess. And so I, you know, I tell people never check a bag uh, for a business trip ever, not once. And people say to me, I'm going to disagree with something you said a minute ago. People, you know, say to me, well, what if I'm going on a really long trip? No, do not check the bag. Well, what if I'm going overseas for two weeks? No, do not check the bag. Why is that? Uh, because um, it turns out that, you know, most hotels, if you stay, um, you know, overseas in a hotel, they actually have laundry. They'll do laundry for you, right? So you actually can um, practice this and, and never never check a bag. Um, it is actually it is actually very possible. And so I, I maintain there actually is no business trip that justifies checking a bag. It's, a, it's just a terrible idea. They, they, it's almost guaranteed they will lose it right when you need it the most, Um yeah. So, so that's why. <laughs> have you, uh, have you ever been in a, so I have a great story about this. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us it, it, it feeds exactly. It's everything we just said. I, uh, I had a job where I got to travel internationally. It was awesome. And I was going to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Now, South a, Africa. That's, that's a flight. Yeah. 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 So it's, and, and when I went and did this, it was a minimum of a week. I'm not talking about like land Sunday, fly out Thursday. I'm talking about you come in Saturday and hang out till like Friday afternoon or Saturday more. Like it's a, it's a full week at a minimum. And oftentimes it would be two weeks. I did one that was three weeks. Um, and so, yeah, it's a 17 hour flight. And then you grab, grab another flight down from Johannesburg and it's just a day of travel and six hours difference. And it's a, it really is a time warp, right? Talking about coming back to time travel again. <laughs> right. Um, but, but you, it's, uh, it, I thought like, it's impossible to do this without checking a bag. And I had a nice suitcase and all this other stuff. And so I packed my stuff for the travel for the trip. And we happen to be going for a, basically an internal QBR for the business unit. Mm-hmm. So thankfully it was all internal and it almost made it the worst part of it. So what happens is. Yeah. Cause I, then everybody has licensed to make fun of you. Oh my gosh. Bingo. Like yeah. bing, you know, chicken dinner right there. So what happens is I check the bag, the bag gets lost yeah. and I, and I know what mistake I made. Um, <laughs> Checking the bag. Yeah, well, 
Oh, this guy's quick. This guy's quick. Uh, yeah, when you you, it's actually when you check a bag and go from Atlanta to Johannesburg, South Africa, you have to stop and get your bag there, and then right. you check it back onto the next flight, which takes you from Johannesburg to Cape Town. And I just asked the lady in Atlanta, I said, this is going to go all the way to uh, Cape Town, right? And she said, yeah. And I asked her three times. She said, yeah. And she convinced me. And I knew better. Mm. I knew better because I'd done the trip before, but I thought, oh, well, maybe they've gotten smarter with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, love I love that you're enjoying this, this story. I am enjoying it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I get there and it's lost. Like there's no bag to right. be found. No, right. like, okay, we'll try to find it for you. Of course, it takes three days for them to find right. it. And so I'm showing up in the same stuff every day. And, and my boss had a really good sense of humor about the whole thing. And they were all from South Africa. And, and like these cats know how to travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm just yeah. a rookie in their eyes. I'm just a dead. So sitting yeah. in the same room in the same meetings with the same people for three days, wearing the same stuff. Yeah. My, I get a call in the middle of the meeting, like it's Wednesday afternoon, like, Hey, we, we found your suitcase. I run to the airport and get it. I come back. I've changed. I walk into the meeting and I'm proud of myself. The big boss looks at me and he goes, Hey, Mr. Fancy pay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Any slicker. I, I, I dropped my head and put my hands out and said, just bring it on. Go ahead. Let's yeah, get this over yeah. with. Let's you just know? get it over with. Uh, right. So thankfully they had a sense of humor and thankfully it was all internal. But even when you think you're really like there, you cannot be sure enough about this check. Right. Bag thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, it'll force you to be disciplined. Um, you know, just a couple of, I'll just mention a couple of ways you can make this easier on yourself. You know, if you bulky things that you put in the suitcase, like a sport coat, you can just wear that, right? Like just, just wear it. That's a great way to carry something like that. Shoes, right? Don't, you know, business shoes, just wear them on the plane, right? Maybe you have a pair of sneakers that go in the luggage that can fold up a little bit easier, right? Those are some things you can do to keep it light, but you, you just can't, you cannot check the bag. Like you have all these kinds of reasons. They're bad reasons. You're going to lose it. You're going to be really sorry. It's going to blow up your meeting. Your, your brain's going to be somewhere else. It's just the other little tidbit about this and why it's important a little bit from a career standpoint is, um, uh, you, you know, if you're at the, if you get off the plane with your boss or some executive and you're at the carousel saying, oh, I got to get my bag and they brought theirs with, they're not going to be wild about standing there with you kind of cool on their heels when they could be doing what they should be doing, which is either resting um, at the hotel or getting ready for the meeting with the client or, you know, doing work or whatever it is like they're, they're not going to be amused. So it's just a, it's a colossally bad idea to check a bag. And people argue with me about this all the time. Like I, you know, it's a, it's a religious, no, but what, what if I need to bring my uh, scrimshaw collection? Okay. Yeah. Look, no, don't bring that. Like just, just don't check the bag. Anyway. You, well, you, you, it really, you have to be on the wrong end of one of these moments to appreciate to what appreciate, this really right, means. Right. right so the right. same thing with the, uh, with the, the executive, I traveled with an executive and, and she was just religious about if I have to go buy a baggage carousel, somebody gets fired. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. And, and people warned me like prior to like, Hey, are you going with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're going up here to, to sell the thing. And, and, and they were like, Oh yeah, well, whatever you do, don't check don't, the bag. Don't check the bag. Right. Do not well, check. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm with her on that one. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. We're in, the, we're in the same, same thing. All right. Okay. What's so next? you didn't, you didn't check the bag. You passed that test. The next is logistics. 
think through logistics, right? And so the, you have to have a little bit of a logistics mind for this, but you you need to think through the whole travel evolution and what's going to happen. And, and you, this isn't like you need to write it out in paragraph form, but you do need to think it through and just kind of make sure that you're ready to go. So if the meeting is at 10 a.m. in another city, um, hmm, what what's the right logistical way to get there? Like there's a flight it's, that's 7 a.m. and it lands at 9 a.m. Am I going to be able to make that work? You know, you really start thinking through those logistics. No, that's not going to work. I need to go in the night before, um, make sure that I'm there, get a hotel close by, right? Like think through every step of the travel journey and, and what you're going to do to get there. You know, things like, um, here's always the big fail moment where I've, I've got their address and I'm going to plug that into Google or whatever your mapping software is. And, and that's going to lead me there. I've seen that not work quite a few times. And so, and you really don't know where the client is. And then you're, you know, maybe it's your first time meeting them. And if, and that's, you know, if it's for your 15th time meeting them, it's one thing, well, you would presumably know where they are by that point. But, you know, if it's your first time meeting them, like you, um, you, you look foolish, right? You didn't know where they were. So don't rely on that mapping software, call somebody in that organization, make sure you have directions. If you're, if you're not at all sure, right. Those, when I say think through logistics, I mean, really think it, think it through um, and, and play out the whole scenario in your head. Yeah. And, and as the account manager, maybe if it's a big enough account, you have somebody that, that actually can help you with some of that. Right. Um it, it is, but, uh, and the reason I bring that up is because not like, Hey, pass this responsibility off. It's that important of a responsibility. Right. Like, yeah, the logistics are the account manager's job, right. Making sure that, you know, like, let's say you've got a big group that's going with you, making sure you have transportation from the airport to the, to the client site or to the hotel, right? Like you have to be kind of the logistical officer of the event. That's a, and that's a great one, right? Like everybody, you know, I'm in a different city. I'm in an Uber. It's no problem. You know, it's five minutes or whatever. I've got seven people. Are you going to get one Uber? Is it going to work that way? Like, do you need more than right. one? Do you need to plan ahead? Do you like, those are the things that at the, at the 11th hour, like you don't need that distraction. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you landed some really remote airport and, um, you are, and you're going to go to the client site in the next day and you need to ride at the hotel. I mean, there, there's some remote airports that just don't have transportation after a certain time of night. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, weird stuff like that can happen if it, particularly if you're going someplace you've never been before. So when I say think through logistics, ask those questions, like, uh, what kind of airport is this? What do they have in it? Am I going to be able to get food and dinner before I go to bed that night? Right. Like that. I've had that happen many times where you arrive somewhere late, the plane is late and, they've rolled up the streets. Like there's nothing open. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen <laughs> like, that. Right. Yeah. I've seen that yeah. many times. You're in some, I've been in a province in Canada where, uh, yeah, somebody flipped a switch and all the lights were off. Like nothing was, was moving. It's 10 o'clock at night. I haven't eaten in hours. Yeah. Now what? Like, right. That when I say think through logistics, those are the things you need to, to think about and know about before you, before you go. Well, I know we're not going to kick over every stone in this conversation, but here's a, here's a really, really good one that gets people all the time when it comes to logistics time zones. Mm. Right. I, yeah. I've seen yeah. people travel into different time zones, not realizing that they were making a shift because it's only an hour and a half from where they are. And then you're late for the meeting. That's right. right? I, I, I've got a story about that. I had a account manager who was brand new. Uh, we were 
located in Georgia. We were going to have a meeting in, in Alabama. Person didn't realize that, um, that Alabama is actually in the central time zone. So it's one hour behind and long story short, they show up to the meeting an hour late. Yeah. Their very first meeting with a client where they're supposed to be taking over the client. Right. I, I tease this person about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a funny, it's a funny story. I mean, we, we're all human. We all make those kinds of mistakes. I wouldn't want to try to play it up. Like, you know, I've never made uh, those kinds of mistakes, but the learning, but the learning from that is, uh, is this right. Thinking through all those logistics and really, and, you know, just sitting down for a half hour before you go to that meeting going, okay, have I really thought everything through? can really save yourself from some of these things. Yeah. Here, here's also another a small one, but a big one. I have had people talking about a city that exists in more than one state mm. and show up in the wrong state. Yes, let's let's that actually is uh, a good segue to what is number three, which is coordinate the internal parties. Very okay. important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think you you and I both know somebody that uh, a senior executive that was told to go to City X. Uh, <laughs> we're we're trying so hard to protect the innocent. We're not even going to tell you what city it was. <laughs> really obfuscated. We're really keeping this a super secret. Now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't it wasn't the same city, different state. It was. Um, they were told to go to Seattle and for some reason they booked their trip to Portland and <laughs> the account manager, so senior executive goes to Portland. The account manager the next morning is, uh, is in the lobby of the Marriott calls this person says, Hey, you know, we need to go to the meeting. Where are you? Well, I'm in the lobby of the Marriott. Well, I'm looking for you. Where are you? Uh, yeah. We don't see each other. Well, yeah. wait, where, where are you? What city are you in? Oh, I'm in Portland. Oh my God. That's the wrong city. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm at the buffet table. There is not a buffet <laughs> table. Like, yeah. Right. I'm on the golf course. What? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Now, you yeah. know, it, it, but, but, uh, you know, that brings up a really interesting point. And that is I, in that particular story, the executive still made it in time. I, I think it was the night before and they were going to meet for drinks and they realized they were in the wrong city and they got everything corrected and they got, yeah. everybody was in the meeting, but there's a great example of what do you do if he doesn't make it? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's a contingency. Well, you know, so this third one coordinating internal parties really means again, thinking through logistics, but doing it for other people, right. Is really what that's saying. And that sounds kind of like, well, gosh, what do I have to hold everybody's hand? I mean, aren't these all business people? You'd be shocked as an account manager. If you have, you know, senior executives are going to, um, mess it up because they have so many things going on. Right. So they might not pay attention to the details. Uh, you know, a more junior or brand new associate, somebody new to business travel might mess it up just because they kind of don't know what they're doing, right? So you 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 actually can be surprised um, who can who can kind of mess up the logistics of going to a meeting that is also in your party uh, for the meeting. So you need to you need to herd the cats and double check and make sure they've got their flights that they're booked on the same hotel as you in the same city, preferably, and. Uh, that they've got the right clothes. I know that sounds silly. We'll talk about attire in a minute, but you, you need to make sure of all those things. It, it's a lot. And I will tell you, it's a funny thing. When you say that, um, a lot of folks don't realize how busy the executives can be. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and that sounds like some sort of a statement of praise and it's not like, it's not a badge of honor, but it definitely speaks volumes to like, if you don't help them and tell them where to be and tell them like, I'm on flight one, two, three out of Atlanta, or just book that for them. You, 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 it's going to get, it's going to get bumpy. Right. And then, and then when the executive, if, if something goes wrong for the executive and, and it, and it impacts their disposition, like everything then gets impacted, right? Yeah. Like there, th- these are little things that, that really, they, that's why it's funny. That's why it's its own podcast, right? Yeah. And th- that's really the part of travel. I think a lot of account managers don't realize it's part of their roles to, and, and also part of their role is to manage that executive, which that's the weird one, right? Like you probably can be more comfortable telling a more junior associate, Hey, here's what to do. But you, part of your job here is again, to tell the executive what to do. There's a little we talked about in various podcasts about, you know, um, how to handle the client. You tell the executive what to do. I think we talked about it in the last one. Yep. Um, but it, here's the same thing just about, about travel. So, um, I, I would also add just like, um, you know, you would do for any meeting you, you want to coach their presentation, right. If they're presenting something, um, and this might apply to, again, a more, um, a less seasoned person in business, but if they're presenting something, you want to, you want to take a look at that and make sure you agree that it's the right stuff. I mean, just because somebody is more senior than you or in a different role, or maybe they do something very technical, you don't understand. That doesn't mean you don't take a look at it and make sure that it's, it's up to snuff, right? So you, you are coordinating the, um, internal parties. You're doing a write-up for the executive ahead of the meeting. So they know who's who. Um, give them a copy of your account plan if you have one of those for the client, right? So they can see everything that's going on. They understand all of the context, right? You you really do have to kind of manage the other attendees. Yeah, you absolutely do. Um, it, it it's it's critical to get it all off on the right foot. Like that's that's just my. I think that's why this is so important to me. Is mm-hmm. if if you if you're if you're scrambling in the door of the client at the 11th hour, because something here went wrong, trying to get your computer plugged in for, to project the presentation, like it just creates a level of stress and tension. And, and even if you feel like the presentation went off without a hitch, that moment of uh, sort of bumpiness or turbulence in the very beginning, the client feels that. Yeah. Right. Speaks to who you are. So uh, that's, that's why these things are so important. And then, and then when we think about business travel, John, how should we think about dressing? That's a great question. Let's talk about, let's talk about dress code. Um, So it's pretty simple. It's, it's just one level up from the client is our advice. Um, You know, unless you're really comfortable with that client, you've got a very long standing relationship. I mean, that's just the, that's the golden rule. So you know, if they're in jeans and t-shirts, that's great. You can be in business casuals, maybe business casual. Uh, you're in khakis and maybe a collared shirt. If they're in khakis and a collared shirt, you um, are maybe that plus a sport coat, right? Or maybe a, you know, long sleeve uh, collared shirt or, or blouse, right? So whatever, you know, whatever it is, you go, you go one level up. If they wear a full, however, if they wear like a full three-piece suit, you don't have to wear a tuxedo. I look good in a tuxedo or an evening gown. You, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to go that. Don't, don't do that. So yeah. uh, it, it, obviously if they're in business attire, meaning a tie and a, and a sport coat or, you know, for ladies in a, uh, you know, in a coat uh, blouse, 
you know, combination. Like you don't have to go one up from that, but you want to, otherwise you in general want to be one up from them. And how do you figure that out? Well, that's a great question. So if you've not, if you've not met them before, ask what? Yes, I know. Well, you have this thing, it's called the telephone. And what you do is you pick it up and you can instantly message anyone. All right. Now, you, I, you know, uh, great contact. We've talked many times before about leveraging the administrative assistant for the for the company or the executive sure. that you're meeting yep. with or whatever, right? That's a great person to ask. Like, hey, what do, you, what do you guys typically wear? And they'll tell you. Like, they, they understand exactly why you're asking. This isn't any kind of mystery or anything weird. They, they get it. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, they'll be glad you asked. Yes. Because it's a little uncomfortable. Like, I've worked for tech companies that are, I'm not kidding, shorts and t-shirts, right? right? And so when somebody walks in and they've got on the slacks and the, you know, they're just shy of a suit or a tie and you're like, yeah, it it can't be comfortable for you. It's not comfortable for me. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That's why I say, that's why we say one up. Right. So right. if they're in shorts and if they're in shorts and uh, tank tops, right, I might wear, um, you know, uh, nice jeans and a, and a nice uh, collared shirt. Right. I'll go I'll go one up. Right. But I wouldn't go I wouldn't put on a suit because then you're weird to them. Right. Yeah. Um, so you don't you don't want to go that far. Can I tell you who not to ask this question of? And here's a little story about what I've I've done in the past and why why this is really important. Um, I had a client meeting. It was kind of one of my first client meetings, the first time I was in uh, business after the Navy. And um, I asked a coworker, who's kind of a fun person, um, who was who was going to be kind of leading the trip. Uh, what what should I? You know, it's my kind of my first client meeting, really, almost ever. Uh, what you know, what should I wear? I said, oh, just business casual, like what we wear in the office. Well you know, for what I was doing in the office was more on the casual side. So I show up in this meeting in like a cable knit sweater and everybody else has ties on. <laughs> well, you can, what year was it? Because cable knit. Oh, uh, like <laughs> 1996 or 97, something like that. Yeah. Did your mom pack your lunch? <laughs> I, I, and I spent the whole meeting like it just totally in a funk. Like I couldn't focus on what I was supposed to be doing. Cause I, I felt like a, just, I felt silly and ridiculous. How real is that? Like in all, in all seriousness, how yeah. real is that? Like if you are preoccupied with something like that, you, it, it you're, it's a struggle. Yeah. What well, I should have been saying, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and God bless everyone. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that stuff is, uh, it's super important and it's so easy. It's just stuff that gets, you know, you forget about it, but it is yeah, so, yeah. so easy. All you got to do. I, uh, yeah. Well, don't ask your fun coworker, ask, ask the client. Like that's, that's the lesson learned there. <laughs> well, you're, so really you're lucky you didn't show up in like a vampire outfit or something like, oh no, it's a dress up party, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. He he could have steered me totally the wrong way, and I would have absolutely believed it because I, you know, is was actually new to uh, not wearing a uniform all day or long, right? So I was uh, I was totally in the dark about the whole thing. Anyway, one up for the client. Call them ahead of time and find out. It's it's absolutely not hard, man. Then coach your internal parties. Make sure they understand what they need to do. You'd be surprised how some of those folks can vary pretty widely, and you need to tell them so explicitly what to do. Even the executives, so. 
There you go. I, I went on a business trip one time and I had a guy that, that was traveling with us. He was critical, super smart, really good guy, very important part of the team. He obviously hadn't worn a coat in a while grabs his coat out of the car as we're walking into the meeting and it is covered in dog hair. <laughs> and I'm out in the parking lot, like, yo, know, like doing the whole, you know, like, Oh my you know, God. You didn't have a roller handy yeah, with the, yeah, with the yeah. tape on it. But, but you know, that's one of those silly ones of, I will tell you this. I, I now have a roller. I have one of those little yeah. rollers and, and you uh, keep it in my computer bag and I won't need it for four years. But when that one time I need it, I will be really, because when somebody has a, a wardrobe malfunction. You're there. Yeah. Well, roller. but, um, but again, it's the nuances of this stuff, right? Like when the, yeah. we were walking in and I looking at the dog hair, I was like, golly, but that, that's not what he gets paid. To, he didn't get paid to think about those things. Right. You right. as the, but use the account manager, you fix that up. And, yep, and right. the meeting was smooth sailing because oh, nobody yeah. was focused on clothes. Everybody was focused on trying to get the business done. And I think that's a good summary comment for why we're talking so much about travel. And this, this is why this topic, you know, everything I think we've said here kind of sounds like, oh, yeah, no, duh. Maybe the first one, I, I, I get varied reactions around that. But it's all because the number one priority of any kind of business travel is to execute the intent of meeting with your client, Right. And so everything needs to be geared towards that. We're going to talk about expenses in a, in a later podcast. We're also going to talk about how to kind of set up the meeting. But just remember, everything about the travel is not about it's not about fun and it's not about going out um, and partying and having a good time. Like it, you know, business travel is is serious business, and you need to treat it as such. So what what are the commandments? We have three commandments of business travel. What are they, three, John? Three commandments. Put them on stone tablets, pack light, never check a bag if flying. Number two, think through logistics. And number three, coordinate all of the internal parties, i.e. herd the cats. And no cable knit sweaters. <laughs> and do not wear a cable knit sweater to a business meeting. Everybody knows that. All right, folks, it's official. And I think that wraps it up for another episode of Account Management, a tactical guide to success. For John Brown, you got Fred Fuller here. John, any parting words? Travel light. For John Brown, I'm Fred Fuller. See you next time. See you next time. Fred and John would like to hear from you. Go to brown-fuller.com with comments and questions and rate us on your favorite podcast platform.